guys, it's me. I'm back today to film another episode with you guys. <sighs> guys, I have to be honest, there's been a lot going on with me. Um, a lot of things I haven't spoken to you guys about, a lot of things I've been trying to keep hidden just because with so much going on in the world right now, you know, you got the pandemic, the virus and all these things are quarantined and I just felt like talking about some of my problems just didn't seem that important or like even needing to be really addressed because I felt like what's the point of me addressing um, something that in my opinion didn't doesn't need to really be addressed because so much is going on in the world and I don't want to feel like I'm hogging you guys with my problems but I haven't been talking about my mental health as much because I feel like like I said again just so much going on in the world didn't want to address it with you guys but I do feel like today's that day where I kind of want to feel you guys and you know, on what's really going on with me What's really what I'm really dealing with and what I haven't told you guys. Um, so let's just get into it, y'all. Um, I hope you guys also before I get get too deep into this episode, I hope you guys are emailing me. Remember, guys, if you want to email me or talk to me, give me advice, ask about an episode, get a shout out on the podcast. If you want me to talk about a certain topic, anything you want to talk about, anything you need to say to me, guys, you can email me. The link will be in the description of every episode I do. Um, again, you know, it is my mental health diary at yahoo.com. So please don't feel, I mean, so please feel free. I was going to say please don't feel bad. I'm sorry, y'all. I do not feel good today. Today is not a good day. But anyway, um, just feel free to hit me up through email and talk to me. I'm, I'm, op- I'm, op- Ugh, I'm an open book, guys. I'm so sorry. Um, all right, so getting back into this and getting real geeky to it. Um, I want to get into it now. Let's talk about it. So, guys, my depression has not, has been so bad lately. It's gotten really worse. Um, I told you guys I stopped seeing my psychiatrist. For one, my psychiatrist, I didn't feel like we were a good fit. She didn't want to work with my work hours. Because when I was at home, I could talk to her on the phone right quick in between patients. But now that I'm back at work, you know, I'm finding it more hard to be able to really talk to her on in the hours, well, on the hours that she was working, in the hours she was working, whatever. You know what I'm trying to say. So our hours just didn't didn't work. I felt like also I had an issue because I canceled an appointment. She wants to charge me. I said I'm not going to be charged every time I cancel an appointment because I can't make it. I explained to the receptionist, told her, hey, you need to let her know that I'm back at work now, so I can't, you know, really work her schedule as much. So, apparently she told her or not, but they still chose to charge me. I paid it, pissed off, but I paid the damn thing. It was only like $75, but still, I'm not going to pay that every time I cancel an appointment just because you're mad or whatever, or you and your feelings. So, I thought to myself, I canceled that appointment, and I said, I had booked another appointment with her to see her in September, but I canceled it because I said, I'm not dealing with this. So, I told the lady, just cancel the whole thing. I'm not going to come back to see her anymore. We're good. So, like I said, she had, I had let her know when I first came to her that I was, had anxiety and depression. She wanted to do a series of, um, she wanted to do a psych evaluation on me, ask me a series of questions to figure out what I, what I really had, just to be sure. She thought I had bipolar, but she wasn't exactly sure because I was two questions off on my answers with that. You had to do like a yes or no thing. So she was like, she wasn't sure. So she put me on bipolar medication. That didn't work. Then she wanted to put me on Zoloft. We tried that. And I just felt like, in the end, it just really wasn't working out for me. I still feel like I don't know my true diagnosis. I identify myself with anxiety and depression because that's what I 
been told by my primary care and everything else. However, like I said, she had me as bipolar. So I finally found a new doctor. And, guys, it is so hard to find a medication management doctor for psychiatry. So, so hard. Because they're all booked up. A lot of them aren't taking insurances. A lot of them, you're going to pay a lot of money to see them. Or they're just booked up. Or when you call, you can't get a return call. But lucky for me, I, I found a male psychiatrist. Um, he can see me at the end of September. I believe I'm seeing him September 29th. So he's going to see me then. I'm going to do my appointment on my lunch break. So I'm just going to take a late lunch that day. Thank God he works with my schedule. Um, so I'll be seeing him then. Um, I've already done all my paperwork for him, so I just got to download the app on my phone so I can do it in the car. Um, that's the only thing that we have to do. But, yeah, so I downloaded my paperwork, did all the things that I had to do. But I'm, I'm looking forward to him. He's actually an MD. So I feel more comfortable. This lady was a nurse practitioner, not knocking any nurse practitioners, but in my opinion, I just feel like I feel more comfortable that he's a actual doctor because I think he'll be able to truly, truly diagnose me and get me on the right medications because she clearly couldn't do that. So um, I'm looking forward to that appointment and just really getting another psych evaluation to figure out if, you know, I am in fact bipolar or if I'm something else, just to get a clarification on it just for my mental health, and because I feel like I need to be back on medication, too, because I've been super depressed lately. It's kind of affecting a lot of the things happening around me, and I'm just not proud of myself or happy about some of the things I've done or how I've been acting because of my depression. So that's definitely something I've been struggling with. Another thing that's kind of egging my depression on is my job. As you guys know, I told you guys I work at a a therapist office. We have 10 locations. We're all over. We're in the state of Virginia, but we're all over Virginia. And, you know, I'm an intake, excuse me, <coughs> my voice going up, but I'm an intake coordinator. And as an intake coordinator, you know, you have, if anyone listens, listening to me knows what it is or, or knows somebody that is one, or maybe you are one, you have to sit at your desk all day, you're calling patients, you're the intake person, you're taking all the new patients, getting all their information, listening to their stories, blah, 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 making sure they're set up with the correct doctor. That's my job. I love what I do because I get to help people with mental illness. However, it is very draining on me. It is so draining dealing with patients with mental illness because I feel like those patients, are, are they're needy, and they have a lot going on. So my whole day is just it's overwhelming dealing with patients all day long because there's only three of us in my department, and we have 10 locations. Imagine how overwhelming that is. We need more help, but, of course, at this time, we're not hiring for our department, so it's just three of us trying to do 10 locations and it's really tough so for me i'm in charge of you know taking the patients off the list as the other girls are but also they put me in charge of doing the online we have an online system on through our website patients can book online through our site so i have to call all the online patients by myself because that's my role the other lady she does the referrals and the other girl i forgot what she does but she does we all have a role in, in dealing with the patients however it's really stressful lately because i'm pulling patients off the list that we have to call back not only that, I'm doing the online booking appointments by myself, and it's been, we've been getting a lot of online bookings lately. I have to call all these patients back, and they get one business day to call me back or I have to cancel the appointment. So it's just a lot going on between that and then, of course, calling patients, missing the call, playing phone tag all day. It's a lot of stress on me. Um, yesterday, I just had a mental breakdown where I just was like, I'm sick of everything. I'm not happy. I said to myself, if I could quit this job, I probably would because it's definitely affecting my mental health. 
as much as I want to work at a job that helps people with mental illness, being that myself I have a mental illness, it's hard to really want to be here sometimes because it takes a toll on me mentally and physically. And I'm just not feeling well trying to deal with all this. I don't want to tell my boss because I'm trying to appear like I can handle it all, but I'm also seeing myself crack under the pressure a little bit. So I think the best thing for me to do is if things continue this way, is to let my boss know that, hey, is there any way I can kind of have someone else help me with these appointments because it is becoming overwhelming and it is becoming too much. Then on top of that, I'm I'm getting thousands of emails from my my co- colleagues, coworkers. I'm getting emails from, you know, different people who want appointments. It's a lot. We're constantly getting emails. I mean, I haven't even been able to check it. Really, I checked some today, but I have one lady I never emailed her back because I went on my break. So it's just a lot, guys, and it's so stressful on me. And I didn't want to put that on you guys, but, yeah, my depression is so bad. I've been isolating myself. I don't want to do anything. I'm I'm in the house. It's kind of affecting my relationship with my boyfriend because we tend to um, disagree a lot here lately. And he knows all the things I'm going through, and, and it makes him sad because he'll tell me, like, I hate that you know, you're like this. I wish you could just be happy, and he wants to fix it and help me, but of course he can't because it's something I have to deal with. So, guys, I'm really about to cry right now because I'm really telling you guys everything that's going on, and I really, Lord, I've been keeping this in for so long. I'm trying not to cry, but it's just been so stressful, y'all. It's been so stressful. It's been so hard. It's been a lot on me, and it's tough. What I don't like about my job is I feel like sometimes my coworkers, they tend to be like, it's kind of high schoolish. Like, I feel like I'm back in ninth grade again in high school because a lot of times when people get upset with you, they want to run and tell the supervisor. They want to do all these things, but they don't want to address you. And I'm the type of person where if there's an issue with anybody, I'm going to address that person first. And then if it doesn't get, doesn't get handled by the second or third time, then I'll go to my supervisor. But I feel like here it's all for trying to kiss people's asses and that's what it looks like. People kiss, everybody's kissing each other's butts. Everybody wants to go run to the manager. Everybody is doesn't care if they throw you under the bus as long as they save themselves. I don't like that type of environment, to be real with you, um, because I feel like it's unnecessary. I'm not that kind of female, you know, if I have an issue, I'm going to address you. I'm not going to throw you under the bus. I'm not going to do the petty stuff. But I feel like here people feel like they have to do that to survive, and it's just really too much high school for me. And I just left a job, my last job, because it was so high school and my nurse practitioner that worked there, she was crazy. Yes, she was crazy. I didn't like her. She was very nasty. And my doctor knew she was like that and still didn't do anything to fix the situation. So that's why I quit. So here I feel like I don't want to walk out and quit, but I do want to rectify these situations before it leads to me being in a bad space. So this is a, a huge thing for me. And then just trying to work on my, my healing, my therapy. I'm still healing. I'm still trying to deal with some things. I'm still trying to figure out what the next steps are for me. I'm still trying to deal with my past and the hurt that I the hurt that I've been dealt with. So it's just a lot going on right now, guys, and it sucks, you know. I never want to bring that on here, so I come on here and I pretend like I'm happy and I give you guys the best content I can because I don't want to bring that negativity onto the the podcast. But I just was like, let me just be real and honest with them and tell them this is what I'm dealing with. And I know some of you can relate because you're dealing with the same thing. But it's it's tough, but I'm trying to hang in there. I'm trying not to beat myself up. My therapist, I had therapy last night, and she gave me some coping mechanisms. 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 Why well, I can't say that word? Some coping mechanisms on how to deal with things and not to be so negative. So I'm going to take what she gave me and apply it and try to do better. 
so I can feel better, but it's just a lot. I'm so glad today's Friday because I cannot wait to go home when I'm actually going to be leaving at 447 today because, well, that's when I came here today. So I'm leaving early today. I'm going to go home, try to relax and enjoy my day and just not deal with so much drama and things going on in my life. But, um, yeah, that's just one thing that's just been weighing heavy on me. Um, and I just wish it was different. You know, it it kind of sucks because I'm having to deal with so many things and people are unaware of the things I'm dealing with. I can't just run into my coworkers every time I'm just falling apart, even though they probably know I am in their mind or they may sense it. But I feel like in my department, I'm the youngest girl in my department. The other two ladies are older. They know the job way better than me, and I just came to the support. I was in, I was a front desk person originally, but then my boss decided to put me in a different position because she thought that, hey, this would be a good fit for me. And it was close, this location was closer to my home. So I picked this location, and I ended up moving positions um, so that I could do intake, which, I mean, I like it, but I also feel like sometimes I do make mistakes. I'm human. We all do. But it's tough sometimes, and sometimes I beat myself up a lot when I make a mistake. And I'm learning not to. My therapist made a comment like, you know what? As long as nobody dies, as long as you can fix it, you're good. So I'm trying to remember that when I get upset about things. But like I said, it's just too much of a high school mentality here. And it's ridiculous because everyone that works here, at least most of the people that work here are in their 30s or older. So I feel like at that point, when do we get out? Why are we still acting like we're in fucking high school? So it kind of bugs me. Um, but you got to deal with all these things. Um, and I'm doing the best I can. People can feel how they feel. I'm used to constructive criticism. I can handle it to a certain extent, but when it keeps happening or when I feel like I'm being, you know, ganged up on, it kind of can get tough sometimes. So those are just some of the things I'm dealing with, y'all. It's It's been tough. And then I'm just, like, really missing my boyfriend because, you know, he's three hours away. He's up there. He's working hard. And, you know, I'm just wishing he was here and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, it's just dealing with that and trying to fix everything. And I try to keep him in the loops of my healing process because I want him to know that I'm healing and always tell him about my therapy sessions and he's always willing to listen. I think what worries him is that he feels like, hey, sometimes he feels like I have these doubts about us dating. You got to remember, like, he, he was my best friend for 13 years. We never, I never even thought about dating him because I always wanted to keep him in the friendship zone. He always wanted to date me, of course. He liked me as more than a friend, but we always kept it strictly friends. And so now we're, like, in a situation where we've kind of decided to go further. And so it's kind of tough sometimes when we do disagree or, or things happen because I'm like, we were friends, you didn't say that, or we didn't do this. So it's adjusting to, like, that relationship change a little bit, even though we still are friends, but just that adjustment sometimes. So, you know, and he's not a bad guy, guys. He's not a bad guy at all. Like, not abusive, Not he doesn't yell, doesn't curse, none of that. You know, in fact, he doesn't like to argue. He's very laid back. You know, he all around good guy. You know, he's he's a man. You know, so I feel like with that being said, he he's he's definitely a good person. You know, um, I just have to you know work on myself. That's the biggest thing. Working on me and just so that I'm able to enjoy it. And I told him earlier. I texted him. I said, babe, you know, I just want to be able to enjoy it. I want to enjoy being in love with you. I love him so much. Y'all don't understand. Like, I love this man so much. He is literally, like, you know, he's a huge part of my life. Has been a huge part of my life for 13 years. So, yeah, I want to enjoy being in love with him. I want to enjoy what we're trying to do. You know, we're in this process, like, a process of trying to live together. So we have so much we're trying to do. And 
him moving down here and all that stuff. So it's a lot, guys. It's a lot going on, but I'm trying to keep pushing, trying to keep going, trying to stay motivated and not allow the outside voices to affect me too much, you know. Um, but I hope everybody's doing well. I hope everybody's doing what they can and just trying to maneuver and push through this tough time. It's crazy. It's a crazy time right now. Um, but I know we can all get through it. Um, yeah, so. Oh, yeah, that's just a little bit about what's been going on with me. Um, things like that, you know, just dealing with stuff like this. Um, um yeah. I'm going to let you guys know the secret, too, that I've been holding in. So, guys, every time the last past two or three weeks I've called a patient, this is the nastiest thing ever to me, but I've called patients to make an appointment, guys, and they were actually having sex in the background. Like, it is the most disgusting thing. And I've told my boyfriend this, but I haven't told you guys. But I'm like, babe, I'll call them to make an appointment, and they're literally having sex. You can hear the moaning while they're talking to them on the phone. You can hear the person in the background. It's disgusting. Let me just say this. If you are having sex, don't pick up your damn phone. It's nasty. Like, if I'm having sex, I'm not picking up my cell phone because I'm too busy enjoying what I'm trying to do with my partner. I don't understand why my patients tend to think that it's okay to pick up the phone while they're having sex. Like, I can, and then they try to make up some kind of lie because they probably know I can hear them. Like, one lady today, I called her this morning to make the appointment. She's breathing all hard. And so I'm wondering, like, why the hell is she breathing hard? I'm thinking in my mind, is she just overweight or was she running to get to the phone? And then I can hear her whisper to her husband or something in the background, like, I'm breathing so hard. Kind of find out she's clearly having sex. And then she tries to get me off the phone because I'm asking some questions. She's like, oh, ma'am, i got to take my kids to tennis practice. Really? In the, in the COVID-19, you're taking kids to tennis practice? Okay. So then she goes, can I call you back? With the-? I said, no, we're done. It's fine. I got all I needed. Have a good day. I'm like, disgusting. Another man, a gay man, I'm not judging anybody for being gay, just telling him, telling him how it is. But I call a man, he's having sex in the background with his boyfriend, I guess. You can hear him moaning in the bed and everything. I'm trying to make his appointment, and he's like, I have food poisoning. I'm like, you don't have food poisoning. I can hear you moaning in the background. You're disgusting. Ew. So then, this is crazy. So he's all like, okay, well, so I just say, oh, call me back. So basically what happens is he's talking a little bit more, and I'm just like, you know what, just call me back. And I hang up. He never called back, of course. But I was like, ew, that's nasty. Another incident was where a girl, I called to make an appointment for her daughter, She's in the background having sex with her husband. I can hear her moaning and all this stuff. And I finally was like, okay, we got to end this conversation. It's just, I don't understand why people answer the phone when they're having sex. Like, is your sex that bad that you need to be by your phone? If my phone is ringing while I'm having sex, I don't give a damn who it is. I'm not picking it up. And let's, let's say this. Somebody, if the phone is ringing off the hook, off the hook, then let's say it's an emergency, then I'll stop what I'm doing to get it. But I'm definitely not going to be in the moment of actually doing it when I pick up the phone. I've been broke up, me and the person I'm with, hopefully we have broken up apart, and I'm grabbing my phone, and we're done at that point. Because that is nasty. This is nasty. I don't know why that keeps happening to me. I don't know if it's happening to my coworkers, but that's never happened to me at any job I've ever had in my life. Where I've called a patient, you can hear them having sex, until I, the last two weeks has been happening to me. And I'm like, it is the nastiest thing. It pet peeves me, and now when I call patients, I'm so uncomfortable on the phone, because I'm thinking in the background, they're going to be having sex. And I'm thinking I'm going to hear something, so I'm paranoid the whole time. Like, it's, I, I don't know. It's just gross to me, guys. Sex is not gross to me, but what is you picking up the phone while you're having sex with your man? If you're having sex with your man, don't answer the phone. Enjoy the moment. 
you can call me back later about this appointment. I can leave you a voicemail, but don't pick up because it's nasty. I don't want to hear it. Ew. Just putting that out there because that's been happening too much. And just wanted to share that with you guys because I'm like, who else can I tell this to? I tell my boyfriend this stuff all the time and he laughs about it. But I'm like, let me tell y'all about it. It's just, ugh. I don't know why that keeps happening. I think quarantine has everybody having a lot of sex because we're all stuck in the house. Well, most of us, I'm back at work, but people were still working at home or not working that much. They're at home with their husbands. I guess that's why some people are getting pregnant during quarantine because all that sex y'all having during the quarantine, I don't know. I'm not trying to be mean, but I don't know who want to get pregnant during quarantine. Just because it's too much going on in the world, why would you want to have a baby during the pandemic? I, I mean, I wouldn't even enjoy my pregnancy because you can't even take nobody with, to the doctor's office with you. You got to wear a damn mask. It's not, ugh, I'm not trying to have a baby during quarantine. I'm sorry. Plus, I don't even know if I want any more kids, so that's another issue. Like, I'm not even sure I want any more kids, y'all. Me and my boyfriend have talked about having another child, but then it's like, then when we really talk about it later, we're like, no, we're good. He got a daughter. I got a daughter. We don't need no more kids. And it's funny because our kids are, like, one year apart. Like, his daughter's four. My daughter's three. So it's like, we don't need no more kids. And he always telling me, like, we'll think about it, babe, but I don't know. And then when we talk about it again, it's like, hell no, we're good with what we got. Because, honestly, we don't need more than two kids. You know, we're we're not we're not trying to go through that right now. And I'm just trying to enjoy it, you know. So, yeah. And we already have two dogs. So we have two kids, two dogs. Because he has a dog. I think I forgot what his dog. I think he has a bull. He has a bulldog. And I have a beagle. But we both have two dogs. We both have two kids. It's a lot. <laughs> Our house is going to be so crazy when we get we move together. Because we'll have two dogs and take care of two kids. It's going to be a hot mess. But we're going to make it work. Um, But, yeah, I just wanted to share that with you guys. Yeah, it's just it's too much for me. Um, I hope you guys are all enjoying your day. I'm going to end this because my mom called me. I need to call her back and talk to her for a little bit before I go back into work. I'm going to have a quick conversation with her. And I cannot wait to leave here, guys, so I can go give you something to eat because I'm starving. I don't know where I'm going to get food from, though. My daughter loves Chick-fil-A, so I haven't gone there a lot. But I'm thinking about going to Popeye's. I'm craving some chicken, y'all. So I might go to Popeye's after I leave here to get, like, a see what specials and stuff they have or whatever. And get some chicken from there for my dinner. So, yeah, that's all. Anyway, guys, I am going to end this and call my mom back. But, again, guys, like I said, I hope you enjoyed this episode. promise to keep you guys more updated on my mental health. I will try to do more episodes at least once or twice a week on mental health to keep up with you guys and to help you guys and just to help myself. I'll give you guys some tips and strategies on how to cope and stuff, stuff that my therapist has given me to help you guys out. Um Needless to say, um, if you guys have anything else you want to say to me, email me, guys. Again, it's mymentalhealthdiary at yahoo.com. I'm going to check the emails once a week. I just made it this week, so I'm not going to check it probably this week. But on Monday of next week, I'll check to see if anybody sent the email. And if not, that's cool, too. But if you guys want to email me, just check it out. Um, Check me out. All right, guys, I'm going to end this. Peace and love. Have a great day. I hope this uh, video was serious but a little bit comical towards the end. All right, guys, peace and love.